Welcome to another episode of How You Can Too with your host, your boy, Alvy, aka Danny, aka Mr. You Can Too. I have a super dope show in store for you today. I am grateful to be joined by my beautiful girlfriend, Alejandra Hernandez. Today, we're going to take a deep dive into our surface level understanding and our amazing experience so far with human design. The human design system is a reading of your genetic code. What this work aspires to communicate is simply the surface mechanisms of your nature, essentially giving a blueprint to show you how you can show up as your best self, what can be getting in the way of you showing up as your best self, and essentially it's just so much information. I'm going to leave a bunch of different references in the show notes for you. I highly recommend diving in as you're going to hear how much of an impact this had on both Ali and I so far. If you enjoy the show, please be sure to share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you listening. And as always, you can too. Enjoy the show. We have a special, special, special guest in the building. We got my beautiful, amazing, powerful, and confident girlfriend Alejandra in the building. Say hello, Ale. Hello. So something that we've been diving into deeply recently is human design. And to me, human design is so powerful because it's really given me so much more awareness on how I've shown up in so many different aspects of my life for so many years of my life, but couldn't really understand why certain things felt the way they did, why in certain situations or if I was with certain people, I would feel like most effective or like as my best self. And human design has given me the opportunity to better understand why that is from their aspect. Yeah. I that resonates with me and I think additionally for me what human design has had is not only allow me to better understand myself but then create a space where I can be accepting of that instead of kind of making myself feel bad because of how I'm feeling or what I'm doing or just so much so I think it creates a space of compassion for myself. Yeah, and it's so funny because the way we we got for her introduced and myself reintroduced to human design, I was invited to a dinner by my boy Julian, and he, along with his partner at the time and two other couples, and Alejandro and I all came together for this dinner, and I didn't know anyone outside of Julian. The other couples didn't really know each other. But, you know, Julian was like the common like denominator between all of us. And somehow, I don't even remember how it happened, babe, maybe you know, but somehow human design came up in the conversation. And as we're all talking about our designs, literally every single person there had known what their human design was, um, except for Ali at the time. And it was fascinating to go in these conversations of, of such depth. And the first time I was introduced, it was actually two years prior and I got the information and a lot of it resonated, but for whatever reason, I didn't really live into the experiment because at the end of the day, as a human design is, it's almost like a 
blueprint you can use to start to like experiment how you show up in life and see what's effective or not. So after this conversation, I was like super ready to dive back in. I hit up my coach, John Cole, who's absolutely amazing. And at the time, Ollie's birthday was right around the corner. So I decided to uh, buy her some sessions for her birthday. And it's just been a profound, profound last couple of months for me because now that I'm learning more about my design and especially seeing where I am in life right now, most pertinent to my career and coaching is realizing that my type is all about the invitation and people wanting to invite me to a situation to be a guide or to assist them in. And it made me realize how often before I used to not really like marketing or I never really was telling people what I was up to or like if I was training you know, famous athletes, like wasn't something I really talked about. You know, I kind of just kept it on the low and I wasn't talking about the success my clients were having either. And now that made more sense to me as to like why I didn't really tap into that at the time. So it's really given me a lot of newfound knowledge that I get to play with. And I know Ollie has been diving in heavy these last uh, couple of months as well. So I would love for you to talk about your experience so far. Yes. Oh my gosh. I've been deep diving pretty much since my birthday, I'll say, which was at the very end of August. So again, the more I deep into, I go into human design, I realize how special one that dinner was because I've talked about this with so many people at this point. And I would say that maybe 10% of the time someone knows what I'm talking about, but the vast majority of people say, oh, I think I may have heard of that or I've never heard of that before. So for us to be at a dinner where everyone except for me, so seven out of eight people not only knew what human design was, but also knew what their type was and kind of knew like the basics to be able to talk about it more was just completely, completely mind blowing. And again, that was before I had my session. So I found out what my design was. And when you look at it, it doesn't it's not very intuitive it's a chart and there's lots of different colors and different centers and a bunch of numbers so it's not very intuitive and to be able to have that session to kind of break it down again thank you John Cole that's amazing but also just going on YouTube going on podcast episodes there's someone named Erin Claire Jones on Instagram who talks about this a lot and so I follow her and like sign up for any free webinar she does and I've just been going really really deep into this because again it's allowed me to really understand so many parts of my life and my present moment and be like oh that makes sense this really does live into the design and again as Alvi mentioned it's not necessarily a belief system or something that you have to follow but it's some it's a tool and it's a guide for you to play around with and see if this does this feel more in alignment with you when you live by your design do you feel in alignment in life so that whole it's just been so mind-blowing and again the amount of knowledge and complexities on this it's just kind of going in the rabbit hole forever so where would you say is the best place to start to bring knowledge to the listeners and help them learn a little bit more about human design and then maybe have them go and look into it deeper themselves Mm, yeah 
What I'll say in terms of something that is reliable is to look at jovianarchive.com, I believe is how it ends. But that that is the site that was, I believe, originally started running um, through the founder of Human Design. So it's pretty reliable and it's pretty accurate in terms of what Human Design actually says. Uh, so jovianarchive.com is one place that I'd look. They don't have a ton of free resources they have some but not a ton some of them is like paying for videos uh, but again you can then go on youtube and look up human design the founder of human design his name is ra uruhu is that how it is yeah. ra uruhu yeah and so you can also google like on youtube google his name and human design and see what videos come up and again the last person that I mentioned was Erin Claire Jones, and she's on Instagram, and I would say she's the most accessible person right now that I know of on Instagram. Who She talks about this on a daily basis. She'll do Q&As. She posts like, her own little mantras and kind of positive affirmations for different types, and she's always doing different lives and webinars. I definitely think that she, her goal is really to make human design accessible to the everyday person and so her page is also loaded with a bunch of content Um, it's not really one central place and that's something that Erin Claire Jones even talks about was this kind of pain point of it's not really easy a lot of people say how do I start I want to learn more and it's kind of challenging because bits and pieces are spread out everywhere we also Alvy and I got the book um, on Amazon and the book is incredibly comprehensive and goes in depth it's called the definitive book of human design the science of differentiation so the book is incredibly complex but it's amazing it has a ton of content so i would highly recommend it if you want to learn more about human design but again the it can be even a little bit challenging in the book because i feel like sometimes the language isn't as it's just not everyday language. Some of the, the, especially the first few chapters of this book can be intense. So watching these YouTube videos, watch as following Aaron Claire Jones on Instagram, listening to podcasts. I know John Cole even has his own podcast as well that he runs with a few other people. Um, but looking for different pieces of media like that is going to be really helpful. And it's things you can listen to in your car. For sure. Those are all amazing ways to go about learning more. And for me, I would say the most effective thing to do is invest in getting your, your design explained to you. Like they have people out there called human design analyst, and there's a couple other different titles out there, but these are the people who can look at your, your body graph and your design and be able to tell you all about what those things mean. And, you know, y'all can start to have a discussion about like, Hey, like how has this potentially showed up in your life? you talk about different you know episodes of life or different things that may have happened and a lot of times I found that like human design is spot on with it and it even gives extra meaning into like okay what's my design like what's like my blueprint of like what works best for me in terms of um, work in terms of relationships friendships um, who I how I network who I'm supposed to network with the types of activities I should get into, even from, say, a physical standpoint, how much work versus how much rest, right? Then there's even a nutritional aspect of it as well. So for me, it's really fascinating to 
be able to look at life in a whole new lens. And the clearest way to understand it is having a session with an analyst. I would equate it to say you go to the doctor and or say you get your blood work drawn and your blood work done. You know, if you were to look at all the numbers on the blood work, you wouldn't really be able to interpret it in the same way that your doctor can more easily disseminate that information to you. It's the same thing when you work with a human design analyst is they can put all of these different graphs and like the words and the knowledge and explain to you in a simple way that's going to allow you to understand it. Yeah, and I we may have gotten a little bit ahead of ourselves. So for anyone who just completely does not know what human design is, human design is... Uh, well, how do you even put the first word? Um, but it kind of, it's a system and it combines things like astrology and I Ching and quantum physics and your chakras. There's multiple aspects that it pulls from. And it's similar to astrology. In order to find out what your birth chart is, you get to know your birth time and the date of birth. So month, year, day or month, day, year, and also your birth location. So those are the parts that you need. Usually birth time is really the only one that people usually have to call their moms and figure out. But if you can get your birth time, then you'll be able to get your chart. And that's going to be again at jovianarchive.com. I know there's other pages like even Claire, Aaron Claire Jones on her page can, you can do your human design birth chart there and it's free to get your chart but again as Albie was talking about when you look at it it's not very accessible it's a lot going on on this chart but that's how you get your chart to begin with all right and with that that's pretty much how it then begins to on your birth chart really be able to read what this design means and how it is best to live your life according to your design so that's kind of like the foundation of that that I want to throw in because I think we were just talking so much about um, this whole system and how amazing it is without really saying what it was. Yeah. And to be honest, like I still don't know what it is. Like there, <laughs> there's so much to it and it's so it, it's under, it's easy to understand, but it's still so complex that literally every time I open the book, I feel like I read three pages oh, yeah. and I have to like chill and like digest those three pages <laughs> and then be like, all right, now I can move on a little bit. Yeah. And then there's times where, you know, even working with John, that's my coach. Shout out to John Cole, who we've been talking about. He, um, you know, he records our sessions and I'll, I'll go back and I'll listen to our Zoom session. And I, I literally hear something for like 30 seconds, pause, and then have to like write out a bunch of things because so much is like coming to the surface for, for me. And it's having me really understand like, oh, OK, like this type of situation happened to me before. I'm having it again based on my design. What's supposed to be the ideal way to go about this Mm -hmm. and then experiment with it and trust it and see what shows up. And for me, it's been incredible to see how many more people have been reaching out to me about working together, how I've been even more strongly focusing on my rest and my recovery. And also in terms of understanding like the important relationships in my life and and how to make those even more effective and understanding why they're so effective in the first place. Yeah, that's what it's been for me as well, is really seeing, oh, okay, one, really validating previous experiences and just making so much sense out of that, but also now being way more understanding of whatever it is I'm going through at the moment. And so kind of for context in human design, there are technically four 
foundational types, um, but one of them has like a sub one, but that's going to be generators, projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. And under generator, there is a subtype called manifesting generators. So they are, they have a component that is different, but foundationally it's all of these types that I just listed out. And then from there, it just goes deeper and deeper. There's so many levels to this. And 70% of our population are generators. So a mixture of generators and manifesting generators. And these people are called the builders. And it makes so much sense as to why in our society we really function in a generator world, which is these people have the life force and they're in the consistent energy, especially if they're doing something that they love to do, to be able to get up every single day, knock out tons of hours of work and then go home and rest and then wake up and do it all over again. If it's, again, work that fuels them and that they love. And so we have that. We see that with things like nine to fives, regular technically nine hour days because you include the lunch in there and kind of this consistency of doing that then five days a week that's very generator like a generator is going to thrive on that if they're doing something that they love to do now again that's 70 percent what alvi and i are and ironically we are the same type as we're projectors and projectors are 20 percent of the population and their whole thing is very they're non-energy types and their whole thing is that they are meant to be seen and they are to wait for the invitation and they are not builders. But because our world is majority builders, these generators, a lot of times the other types, including projectors, will try to operate as a generator and it does not work for them. It does not work well for them. So really understanding that there's a lot of rest to be had and it goes way deeper into it. Same, then the next one is manifestors and they're about 9% of the population, so even less. And they're the ones that are really the only ones that are here to be able to initiate, to actually say, this is the plan and this is what we're doing. But again, they're not really meant to be builders either. They're 9% of the population and they grow up usually being very independent. They have a massive fear of control if they've been conditioned as a young kid. They are super creative and they're always thinking of different ideas, but then they kind of build this habit of not telling people about it because it goes back to they don't want to be controlled or they don't want someone to tell them no. And they constantly feel like they're ahead of the game. They feel like, why are these people around us just they, just, they don't get it. They need to catch up. They're always kind of like in the future. And again, they're here to initiate. And then the last one are reflectors and they're here as really discerners. They are 1% of the population, so incredibly rare. And with reflectors, they are really meant to, they have a very unique ability to be able to judge people. So they do well in things like maybe assisting the CEO of a company in order to really understand people and what's going on because they have a very unique point of view. And also they have a very unique way of making decisions that's aligned with their design is actually to wait an entire moon cycle, which is pretty long, obviously. Imagine for any major decision to wait for an entire moon cycle, but that is there. That's very unique to them. So uh, reflectors are incredibly rare. Obviously, we've come across, I think, two now. Um, and, and one of them, it just made so much sense to me. But that's yeah. kind of like foundationally what human design is for the types only. But this could probably have a part two, part three, part four, part five. <laughs> for sure.
Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a, a bunch of different times that we do this and and really dive into it even more as we learn because speaking about this, I know for me, allows me to learn it better. And I, I'm pretty sure it's like that for Ale too. Yeah. And I think something that's really important to know about the human design is that from what I've learned, if a person knows their design, trusts in it and starts to implement some of these things as like experiments to see how it works out for them in their day-to-day life, it really opens up the door to me for life to be a lot more effortless in a sense of like not having to like try as hard. It's almost like you get into this flow of just being, right? Less doing, more being. And within that being, that's how things actually get done. However, what the human design talks about a lot of is how most people aren't living their design. And what ends up happening is that we end up showing up as our not self. And that's like a whole nother set of, you know, parts of the human design system. But how this resonates for me is how Ali was just saying, we live in a very generator world in the sense that most of the systems that are created are based around things that generators thrive off of. So it's like Ali said, it's like, using your energy completely up and then you rest you wake up and now all your energy has been refilled recharged and now you can go do that same thing again whereas a projector who both Ali and I are it's very much more so understanding that like one you're not meant to work like a generator works in human design we're actually called the not work type (laughs) which I found fascinating, but it also made sense to me because I've always worked my best when I work on my own schedule. When I wake up and I work for two hours and then I take a three and a half hour break to go be active, work on myself, go learn, and then come back, work for three hours and then you know be good. Like That's like my ideal type of schedule. And I've realized through human design that when I work that way, that's when I am the most consistent, when I am the most efficient, the most effective as well. Yet on those times, many times that I've had, I've tried to just, I'm going to wake up seven o'clock. I'm going to get to work, start working by eight o'clock. I'm going to bust out these eight straight hours. And then once these eight hours are done, like I'm going to be completed with everything and then I'm going to (laughs) chill. And what I notice is I get a couple hours in and then I'm like, um, like literally get distracted by my own thoughts of like, why can't I, why aren't I doing any of this? Like, why, why is this taking so long? And then now I'm just all up in my head, all up in my shit. And before I know it, like, okay, I was just distracted for 30 minutes. And it's like, okay, let me try to get back in the zone. And I get distracted by another (laughs) thing. Like, it's just not meant for me. So because I know that now and I'm really embracing it, it's helping me so much with scheduling my clients, scheduling you know, my food times, being able to schedule like my workouts and when like my free time can be. And then just know that I can do it in big chunks like that and that it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's such a, such a great example. And the big thing for me as a projector is our strategy, which again, once you really dive into this, the words will make sense. But essentially the way that we're really meant to be here and we're designed to be as is to wait for the invitation 
and Alvi mentioned that. And so kind of thinking about that and going into the not self theme, which for projectors is bitterness. When we are not living in alignment with our design, we tend to be bitter. And well, first of all, that resonates just alone mm-hmm. is bitterness. And in addition to that, it talks about how as projectors, when we do not wait for the invitation and we go out there, also projectors are designed to be a bit more intelligent to kind of lack for the consistent energy that they don't have. So when projectors take the knowledge that they have and then just begin to spew it out at people because they're like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Let me tell you, let me tell you, people are not receptive We have open and kind of piercing auras. And so when we do that, John used an analogy that I really loved. It's almost like we have a flashlight in the dark and we're just flashing people's eyes with our flashlight. It's very intrusive and people don't like that. And then they tend to label, in my case, like a know-it-all or just someone who just seems condescending or is forceful. That's probably the word, like forceful. And so thinking about that, I just... Uh, like so many things were clicking in my head because I was like oh wow this is absolutely true I have done this when I feel like I'm not being recognized because that's important for projectors is to be recognized when I don't feel like I'm being recognized then I just want to find ways to somehow have someone recognize me and so that's when I become forceful and I'm telling people about things that they never even asked for they never extended that invitation and for me that is really the biggest thing to implement that in my inner authority which that truly has to be another episode but like inner authority like to really implement those foundationally those three things understanding your type really working to make decisions according to your inner authority and to utilize your strategy in life I that alone would create strides for me personally so I can't even imagine thinking about all of the other components of it no, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, that resonates so much for me because, as Ali said, I'm, I'm also a projector. And I look at how how I used to try to help spread information when I was first learning it, like early in my personal development, like healthy lifestyle journey. So when I first started learning about nutrition and, you know, nutrition changed my life, dropped 40 pounds, like felt amazing. Like, literally, like, the way I showed up completely changed once I changed my nutrition. And right when that happened, I was like, to every single person, like, hey, you have to do this. Like, <laughs> like shining this bright-ass light, like, right in their pupil. Like, like, oh, you sure you want to eat that? Like, this would be a better choice. And I'm coming from a place of love. <laughs> However, it was annoying as hell. It was dumb annoying. And, and I was very forceful with it. And this was the same thing I did with my mom and I was super forceful. I knew everything. I had all the answers yet. She never asked me mm-hmm. or my friends who I'm talking to, they never asked me. So essentially I'm, I'm just trying to give them something without an invitation. And because my aura is this strong piercing aura, you know, that that's the flashlight. And it's like, if someone's not asking for that, it, it's going to throw them off and, and a lot of times it's going to turn them off and I've learned that and and not through human design I just learned that I don't even know how geez I feel like it's a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> but essentially naturally what I started doing was 
just putting out information on like my social media platforms or if someone would ask me a question like just dive deep because there was that invitation and that's how I started to disseminate information and talk about my philosophies and the things that I find effective and that you know I believe in and human design allowed me to make so much sense of that and I never even really knew that was a thing but once I'm learning my design it actually like created more awareness in me and look at past experiences or past trends and be like huh well that matches perfectly and I've had enough like aha moments (laughs) just with human design that I'm like it's crazy how much of it resonates and I believe John told me that probably like 90% of people who you know have their initial human design reading like it really resonates with them Mm -hmm. and then maybe with that other 10% I mean you know whatever to each their own but man this has been such a powerful tool and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to invite John so John's my coach and he's an amazing person John Cole Mm -hmm. his his podcast is the human design collective and he does that with another woman I forgot her name off the top of my head but I'll find that out for y'all but yeah hit up John because John is also a projector we'll put him in the show notes yeah I guess Ali's going to start helping me with my show notes like (laughs) like she knows what that process is like you, I hear it on podcasts I, all the time. I, I could tell. That's why you said we'll just put it in the show notes. Ali's going to be doing the show notes now for the How You Can Too podcast, giving her that invitation. Uh. But anyways, you know, work. I don't even know where I was going with that now. So I'm just going to segue You want to have him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have John Cole on the podcast. And uh, that's going to be a really dope one because he's going to make sense and explain this way better than Ali and I could. But overall, like to, to wrap it up, highly, highly, highly recommend checking out and seeing what your human design is. Like, go on YouTube, listen to some podcasts. Um, I would say hire an analyst to help you learn it and see what comes up for you. Because when I think about my vision for the world, I'm committed to creating a world that is healthy, connected, creative, purposeful, and loving. And I feel like in order for that to happen at an individual basis, people get to work with themselves in that way and bring so much awareness and knowledge to how you show up to the world individually that no one could ever say anything about you that could ever have you second guess your own character because you know what you're about and you'll never let anybody else talk you out of that. So let human design be another tool for that. Keep working on yourselves. Ali, do you have anything to to leave the listeners with? No, I don't. I please, if you take this and you run with it and you learn about human design, please hit us up. I am eager to talk about everything we're learning. I've been deep diving into this for about six weeks now. So a lot of this is fresh and I just want to talk about it as much as possible. In true projector fashion. So yeah, check out those show notes. Ollie will have them ready for you and we appreciate you. listening and as as always if we do it you can too bye peace